Day 5, Part 2. Ea, Daniel and Myra are in the car. Daniel says, here's the story. Melissa had a transplant when she was a kid. Ea asks what type of transplant. Myra jumps in to say yes. It seems she got one of your sister's kidneys. Daniel adds, your mother and your sister were donors. Ea says she never knew this before. And Myra continues to talk to say, your mother's organs couldn't be transplanted after the accident, so Maya's kidneys were transplanted into the young Eve. He then corrects himself to say, sorry, the young Melissa, saying she had kidney failure. Daniel drops the revelation that the intern that was present on the operation was Dr. Hans Clamp. Maida says the doctors that were present during the operation were all surprised, and they kept screaming that the kidney was hot. He had this hard for me to say, but the original was present in Maya. Eve killed the host brain, cultured the kidney, and obtained her own physical body. Hear them what this means for Melissa. And he replies, in this case, the immunosuppressant drugs serve to act as a catalyst. In Japan, Eve targeted a girl who had undergone a transplant, a kidney transplant to be exact, and she was taking the same immunosuppressant drugs. This was all done so Eve would have a uterus to plant the fertilized egg. In order to transplant organs, it is necessary for the HLA type to match. It lives symbiotically with other cells, so it's necessary to take immunosuppressants to control the immunity and avoid rejection. Daniel jumps back in saying, while being controlled by Eve, Melissa felt her body change, but she finally got the lead part in the opera. If she'd gone to a doctor, she would have been told to give up. So in order to avoid rejection, she kept taking the drugs. And after taking so much, Myra jumps back in. He says she was so weak that Eve was able to take over her physical body. And that's how she transformed into mitochondria Eve. Here comes to the realization that Maya is now the original Eve. However, Maya corrects her saying, in reality, it's Maya's mitochondria. Screen fades out and we move back to the ship. Some men start to talk. Roger. Commencing operation, sir. The captain says, finally, the time has come to put our power to the test. The Admiral scolds him slightly, saying, don't be so impudent, Lynch. It shouldn't have come to this. The captain asks for forgiveness, but the Admiral ignores this and says, calling all fighter jets, we've just received permission to attack. Commence operation, head for the Statue of Liberty. As planned, helicopter team one will prepare for plan two. Team two will search and the rest will do their best to impede further advancement. Some men salute and run off, and then we get some CG, which is shown the Navy, and we hear some sirens and radios. But we'll move back to the car. Daniel picks up the radio and says, what, are you sure? He informs the team that the Navy's made their move. Maida says we can't allow this. And we'll be repeating what happened yesterday with the jets. And again, it's more CG, and its helicopters are flying round and attacking the humanoid. It crouches down and emits a large energy field.
back to Daniel, who says, no, Lorraine can't be part of that thing. What Maida says, the huge creature are those cells. It must be Eve giving birth. He adds, yes, the huge creature will act as a barrier to protect the ultimate being. And it's more CG again. Helicopters are being shot down by beams that are getting emitted from the energy field. Planes fly in, shoot missiles at it, but the missiles are redirected. The planes are then shot and they explode. game and air says the helicopter's coming and Myra tells everyone to duck and cover your heads. However, it just lands nearby. Soldiers run out and they speak to the team. Say, Officer Brea of the NYPD, correct? It is my duty to accompany you to the aircraft carrier. back on the ship and the team are speaking to the Admiral who welcomes them aboard the Navy's pride and joy Nimitz. The Admiral introduces himself as Williams saying that he commands the ship and sorry to have you come on such short notice. Daniel demands that they better not be putting air in danger and the captain starts to attempt to tell Daniel off for speaking to the Admiral that way. However the Admiral calms him down saying it's quite alright Lynch, after all he is correct. He says you're the only one that can't be ignited by her. I'm asking you to get in our chopper and nuke the creature. Daniel says that air can't fly a chopper, but Lynch reassures him, saying not to worry, the chopper's been set to auto and she won't have any problems. Maida asks if she just needs to fire from a distance where she can't be ignited. However, the case is that the weapon must be fired in close range in order to work. And of course, nobody can get that close or they'll be ignited. Air agrees to do it, but Daniel tells her, no way, you're not going up there. However, she gets in the chopper anyway and flies towards Eve. More CG shows the chopper taking off and flying through the streets of Manhattan around buildings and closes in on the creature. talk on the radio. The creature is within view, switched to Formation 2. Air asks what's happening and she's told from the last battle we were able to anticipate this attack. We're positioned this way for a reason. We see all helicopters stacked together in a line with air at the back so she can't be shot. She asks what they mean and more CG shows the helicopters being blown up from the front one at a time. The men tell her we will act as your shield so that you will live to attack the creature. Air protests but they end a firing range and she's told to prepare to attack. She says okay now please move away from me. However she's told they cannot abandon their duty. CG shows the chopper get closer to the creature and she says this is insane. Since Christmas Eve I've put a curse on my own body. Why me? 
Why is this happening to me? I don't understand. But I don't care anymore. Because Eve, I'm the one that can destroy you once and for all. She then speaks to her sister, saying, Maya, I'll end this and let you rest peacefully. Back to the CG, and a missile is fired and races towards the creature, striking it, exploding it everywhere. The statue's face looks like it is crying again with gel running down. The weight causes the statue to groan and it topples over. Back on the ship, Lynch says that we did it. Williams says, well done, that was magnificent return to base. However, Air tells him, no, it's not over yet. In the CG, the chopper has a searchlight and is looking for the remains of the creature. Suddenly, Eve comes out more warped than ever before. Daniel demands that she comes back, but William says it's too dangerous to continue. Return to base at once and we will plan. Maida says that he wants to give something to air if she comes back. However, Williams tells him to forget it. She's already signed off the radio. The CG shows the helicopter flying towards the island. Air puts on a parachute and jumps out of the helo, landing on the island. The ground is covered in the remains of the creature. She then walks up to Eve who speaks to her. Eve says so it was you. Ea then calls Eve Maya. Eve responds saying that must be the name of my host. Let me guess, your sister? You have the ability to evolve. Why do you take the side of the doomed species? Ea tells her humans aren't doomed. If my mitochondria has the ability to evolve, it'll evolve to get rid of you. Eve laughs at her and says, why is it that humans kill? Humans kill other creatures and they even kill their own kind. She's told we have our reasons and you are a good enough reason for us to kill. Eve laughs in her face again, saying all organisms have something called a territory. This territory is guarded from natural enemies. But until now, humans had no such natural enemy. That is what allowed them to prosper to this point. Your beings must think of your prosperity as history, but you are wrong. We mitochondria have lived within the human being and we have allowed you to prosper. We have made you create the perfect environment for us. Humans have come to rely on civilization and have lost touch with innate physical abilities. Can't you say it's the perfect scenario? Yeah, questions this and asks what she's saying as if humans were alive for the mitochondria's sake. Eve tells her that humans just served as transportation vehicles and that these transportation vehicles would allow mitochondria to become free again. But now they no longer need the vehicle. From now on, the mitochondria will become human beings and they will rule the earth. She then floats up in the air and the battle starts. As we're nearing the end of the game, it's quite a hard battle. It's quite long and drawn out halfway through. 
with enough damage calls. Eve laughs and says, I'll give you points for trying, but enough of this nonsense. Watch and learn what evolution really means. She floats up again and the camera switches and she's changed to a more human-like shape. Second part of the battle is also quite long, but eventually air comes out on top. And Eve says, I don't understand. You can't be our natural enemy. Back to CG and Eve seems to bleed from her head. She tries to fly away and her hands shatter like glass. She hits the ground and melts away. Air then speaks to Eve after she has passed and says, There must be some mitochondria that went a different type of evolution. Think about it, Eve. We fade out and that brings us to day six. Liberation. We start on CG and the searchlights on the ship look at the island where the statue once was. Air is now on the ship and it's night time and she's not wearing her jacket anymore. Daniel and Maida both shout of air. Daniel talks saying, you are great. Shows that only my partner can pull this off. Daniel runs up and grabs Air. Maida says he's relieved that she's back safely. Daniel wants to know why Eve brought others to Statue of Liberty. Maida tells him because of the ocean and what it symbolizes. The sea is the mother of all creation and this is where she wanted to give birth. A little bit of gameplay now, where you can run around the ship and there's not too much to do, you just basically you move inside, you can talk to Wayne, get some items, talk to some other people, get more items, healing, etc. But then when you move outside, the characters talk again. Williams comes up to them saying, sorry, we're late. Lynch also speaks saying, we could not approach the creature without absolute confirmation of its death. Williams tells them to rest inside and Lynch goes to speak saying, as citizens of the United States, but then the boat shakes. We hear the big heartbeat sound and the boat shakes again. Air asks what's going on, but Maida already realises, saying no, it can't be. Daniel, who's a bit slow off the bat, says what? What is it? He's scaring me. Maida goes to tell him the creature that the mitochondria creating was, then the boat shakes again. We see more CG, and there's gel on the sea, and it all is lit up from underneath. A creature then comes out, and it cries like a baby. planes start to explode on the carrier and the shot ends on a flying demon baby with large wings and a large head. Daniel asks what that is and Air says you've got to be kidding but Maida tells him that is the ultimate being. We didn't make it in time. Daniel questions the explosions and Maida theorizes that mitochondrial energy must be out of control to the point where it's causing explosions. A pilot then tells them we will escape by helicopter and to follow him. him. Daniel Gray saying, I guess all we can do right now is run. Air says she has to stay and take care of it. Daniel says no, but she tells him, don't worry about me, I'll be fine. The pilot hurries him along and Maida tries to give Air something, but Daniel stops him, telling him to cut it out with the voodoo stuff. We can't be wasting time. 
might have protest, but say it's different. It's not voodoo. However, he gets hurried on to the helicopter. It takes off and we see more CG. The baby comes on board of the boat. It makes some noises then crawls on the ground towards air. She talks to it. She says, it's you or me. Who's gonna be wanting to make it through? The baby takes off and flies. She then adds, that is the question. And it's a pretty easy battle. The baby then falls onto the ground and explodes. However, Ea says, what's happening? Is it growing? And it's the battle that's part two, and it's larger and more adult-like. They battle and split into two parts, the body part and the wings part. You first defeat the wings, and then you defeat the body which explodes. Again, we move on to the third stage, and it's now huge and adult-like. Yes, it's what? It's still growing? This is the mature being. It's another fight, and it falls to the ground. She says, is it still growing? No, it's evolving. Then the creature changes to a large, almost green-like sea creature. It's transparent and gelatinous. Air talks to it, saying, I know you want to continue living. You are just born after all, but I want to live too, like other human beings. We move back to the helicopter with Maida and Daniel. And Daniel says, damn, there's no end to this. Maida tells him, if only we could get this to air. Daniel questions it, and he's told these are bullets with air cells in them. Daniel then comes to the dawning realization this is what he was trying to give her in the first place. And Maida tells him, I think we're too late and there's nothing we can do. Daniel calls him stupid and says, give him to me. We then see some CG of air fighting the creature. Daniel jumps out of the helicopter and he's falling through the air with no parachute. As he falls, he combusts. When he gets to the right height, he throws the cliff at air and then falls into the sea where the flames are extinguished. With these bullets equipped, it causes massive damage to the enemy, which means air can finish the battle very quickly. We then see some CG where the creature rises around and pulls apart. It hits the ground and the light in its eyes go out. 